We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country with you in mind. It is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Tuchok. Welcome back. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you accomplish more and do it in less time. You know, we always talk about how incredible our shows are and the amazing guests we have the privilege to interact with, to chat with, to talk with, and to share a message with you. And today, of course, is no exception, but I want to challenge you uh, to do something. I was recently uh, engaged in a conversation with a gentleman, a young man, who had reached out to us and wanted to inquire as to what we did and how we help people change, grow their businesses, uh, and actually get to a place where they achieve freedom. And he asked me what freedom meant. So I want to share with you what freedom is. Freedom really, at least from my perspective, and a whole bunch of people that I have the privilege to work with, some of whom you know, some of whom you probably will meet as time goes by, maybe we'll interview them, Freedom is defined as three things, the ability to do what you want, when you want, with who you want. And I want you to take, wrap your head, heart, and hands around that. It's one of those golden nuggets that I'm going to share with you today, because if you really start to understand that it's you that makes the decision to achieve freedom. Listen, everybody wants the American dream, but there are very few willing to do what it takes to get there. Results Radio is dedicated to helping you, from a holistic standpoint, not just go one level, but go way beyond it. Today, we have a very special guest. This guest is going to share with you why she wrote an incredible book, and I I encourage you to go get yourself a copy of this book. This is really awesome, and the information contained in this book, if you take it and implement it, will affect change. You will see a difference. The name of the book is Take a Leap. The author is Sarah Bliss. Sarah is with me on, on our show today, and I want to welcome you, Sarah. Thank you for joining us on Results Radio. Thank you. I am so fired up to talk to you today. That's awesome. I love it. You've got this incredible book. I've had the privilege to go through it and read it, and it's called Take the Leap. Share with me, why did you write this? I wrote this book so that people can see that change is possible. So many people are out there. They hate their jobs. They feel like they're stuck in a rut, and they worry that it's too late, that they're too old, that they're too broke, that they're too inexperienced to change the course they're on. And that's actually 100% not true, and I wrote the book as proof. Um, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want people to, um, to see it, to see that there's proof, to realize that there are people who have stood in their shoes, who have felt like hopeless or frustrated or overwhelmed and unsure, and then have come out the other side and are leading these incredible, amazing lives. So, That's awesome. Well, thank yeah. you. thanks for writing the book. I want to weigh on something here that I think that you, uh, you've touched on some cool points already, and we're only a couple minutes into this conversation. But I also want to share something with the entire uh, Results Radio community and anyone that's listening uh, to our conversation. 
Sarah Bliss didn't just jump off the turnip truck yesterday. She is, uh, she's written a number of books. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's a Forbes columnist. And of course, she's now the author of Take the Leap. She's going to spend the next few minutes with us. I encourage you to stick with us. Um, listen, absorb, take notes, implement the information that you're going to glean as a result of spending a few minutes with Sarah and myself today. You talk about on the cover of the book, change your career, change your life. What if I like my career? Well, then great. I mean, then, then, then you can stick to it. I mean, I think, I think this, isn't, this book isn't always just for people who want to change their career, but it's also about people that want to change their lives, and the career is kind of a vehicle for that. Um, so people who want, you know, to be making more money or be their own boss or ditch corporate life or, you know, live a life in paradise or, or work outside or whatever it is that they're dreaming of um, and how they want their lives to be different, how they want to feel in their lives. Um, the career I found is actually a vehicle towards achieving that. And that's what's kind of exciting about, about the book is it's, it's not just about switching to a cool job. That's one part of it. But it's also about people who, who wanted an entirely different life, life for themselves and their families. Do you think people give up on their dreams? Oh, all the time, every day. I mean, it's, you know, it's easier to stay put than it is to put yourself out there. I think a career switch is not an easy thing. And one of the things that I did in Take the Leap was I featured 63 people and I had them talk about every aspect of making a career switch, you know, not just the cool kind of after story of where they are now, but all the struggle that went into it, you know, the financial struggle, um, a lot of people in order to take a step forward, you have to take a step back financially. Um, that's hard for a lot of people. It's a hard pill to swallow. Um, also, that, that worry that um, they should stay in what they're doing because it's, it's safer. Um, maybe having job security feels safer than being an entrepreneur. But the interesting thing um, about my book is that 70% of the people that I interviewed, they are making the same or more than they were at their previous jobs, um, which yeah, I, I, I'm right sorry, away. I'm going to stop you right here. Re yeah. Repeat that again for our listeners. I really want to put emphasis on this. Repeat what you just said, if you would, please. So 70% of the people that I've interviewed are making the same or more at their new jobs, at their new ventures, new companies, new entrepreneurship um, businesses than they were at jobs that they were previously at, possibly at jobs that they didn't like but were thinking of staying in because of the financial security. It didn't happen right away, but I thought that that was a fascinating statistic. It's how many people were making more money doing what they loved. And for a lot of these people, there, there weren't obvious things. I mean, I had one guy who went from a lawyer, and now he has a custom, very high-end, he's a um, tailoring um, fashion business in Chicago. He actually has a lot of, you know, famous, he has all the Chicago Bears and a lot of um, high-profile people in that world and that town are his clients, and he makes way more than he did as a lawyer. Um, I have a woman here, Lisa Congdon, who is an artist, author, and illustrator. 
She makes way more. She makes more than six figures. She talks a lot about how to make money as an artist doing what you love. So they're not always obvious things. A lot of them, people have switched into careers where you would think, oh, okay, well, this is a job that they love, but maybe they're not making as much. And that's the sacrifice that that's been, that they've been okay with. But actually, they found a way to make more income, which I thought was fascinating. Is there an argument to be had here, and, and I'm going to play devil's advocate for a moment, Sarah, is there, is there an argument to be had here that, um, that every job, no matter what it is you're doing, even if you don't like it, um, becomes that learning experience, and if you become the best at what you do to move into that realm that you want to, whatever that happens to be? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Every job is a learning experience, and obviously you do want to be the best at at whatever it is that you choose to do. Um, But I think that, you know, ultimately we also all want that financial bonus. You know, we want to feel like we're doing what we love and we're making money. Um, And I think that's what's kind of exciting about the time that we're in um, and the possibilities. For, for building your own business now that just certainly weren't around 20 years ago. So times have changed. Absolutely. I mean, I think about, you know, when I interviewed this woman, Lisa Congdon, who's an artist, you know, I thought about my mom is, a, is an incredible artist. Um, but, you know, for her, it was, you know, maybe sell a couple paintings once a year to friends. I mean, she just didn't think beyond that. I mean, now your hobby can be a career. I mean, there are platforms like Etsy where you can find an audience and sell to people all around the world. I mean, that's what's so exciting now is people can build businesses literally out of their kitchens or living rooms. I'm constantly interviewing people who had the idea, you know, for something when they were, you know, cooking or dreaming up something with a cocktail, you know, over a cocktail with their husband. And, and they've built these incredible brands. So there's more opportunity today than there was 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, thanks to the Internet. I mean, you know, social media is your best marketing tool. Um, LinkedIn and, you know, other platforms. I mean, you really, through social, you can really connect with anybody. Um, and that, that means that your ability to scale a business has increased. Um, your ability to market yourself has increased. Your ability to reach more people has increased. Um, your ability to make a name for yourself and brand yourself the way you want to be branded. Um, you have possibilities for that now in a way you didn't before. You can build your, an online reputation for yourself um, and market your business, you know, before anything, before you even start selling a product. I believe you're right, and I and I really, you know, we have people call us and talk to us about this all the time, and I'll say this, I think a lot of people don't understand how powerful or impactful uh, social media can be and how to leverage it to do exactly what you just described. So I, I, I think you're 100% right. Um, yeah. you, 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 you were there. You made that shift and that change. Uh, share that with, with us. Uh, what was that like? What did you do before you became a writer? So I was in the art world. I started out, I worked at um, a really um, famous auction house in New York. And before that, I kind of did internships at every possible art world um, thing you can imagine. I worked at a museum. I worked at a gallery. 
Um, and I ended up in the auction world and um, it just wasn't for me. And so I took a course at night on writing for magazines and made the leap over. Um, but because of my art world experience, I uh, started at How Beautiful, um, which was great, but I wasn't particularly passionate about design. So I always had the idea right from the beginning of my career that I kind of wanted to make leaps within that. Um, so I've always been comfortable with this idea of, you know, how do you get to the next thing? How do you use something to then get to the next thing? And it, it was harder than I thought, you know, you get really pigeonholed sometimes when you start on one track and people see you as one thing. And I thought really hard to bust out of that. And so I write up, I've written about everything from, so I've done celebrity interviews and I've done writing on health and beauty. And then I've also written about business. But the one constant in my career is that I've had access to some of the most successful entrepreneurs and most successful people. And so I, that's really how I got the idea for Take the Leap with interviewing all these amazing people and realizing that their backstories were so fascinating. So many people had, you know, early failures or had totally different lives before they found what it was that they were meant to do. And I thought um, that people needed to know that and that that's something very, very inspiring, especially if you're feeling like you're, you're in a rut or you're not where you want to be. Well, you interviewed, uh, you interviewed people for this book and you took away the, the high points. Uh, what was that, that one thing that leapt out of all of these interviews for you that made the difference that stuck with you. You said, you know what, I can take this, it's an actionable item, something that I can take and implement today. You know, really, the, the concept behind the book is that you, the best people to talk to are the ones that have already done it. And it was amazing to me how many people in the book found mentors, had people who were kind of guiding them and helping them them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that is really where you find all your best information. And so for me, even with this book, I'm constantly reaching out to people who are successful writers, more successful than I am, who are um, successful in this space and saying, like, you know, how did you do this? Like, how did you you know, end up selling this amount of books? How did you reach this audience? Um, how did you start your speaking gigs? So there's just this constant, I mean, you're never done learning, and the best people to learn from are people who are successful in the space you want to be in. And, and so the actual advice, actionable advice there is really to find those people, find those people for you who are doing what you want to do and reach out to them and ask them questions. And That's great find, advice. Yeah. And I, I found, you know, I have a lot of people um, reach out to me and, and, you know, it's, I'm not always getting back right away, but I always do. And um, so many people who have done well want to share that insight with other people who are getting it. Uh, I, that's great advice. Um, and if you're listening right now and you're part of this change results community and you are, you really are engaged in this conversation, I think it, this, some of this information, all this information that Sarah is sharing with us is important and you should be really paying attention and, and more than that, acting on it. Um, I've got, we're going to come back after break and we're going to, we're going to talk a little about how, how you can get started. If I'm out there today and I have a job, whether I like it or don't, isn't relevant, but let's say I've made that decision. 
Uh, I just haven't decided what the timeline is or when I'm going to take that leap and, as Bob Proctor says, jump off the building and grow wings on the way down. And I'm going to ask you a question or two around that uh, right after break. This is Results Radio, and I am your host, Sean Chuck. Stay with us. We'll be right back with New York Times bestselling author, Sarah Bliss, right after break. What would being a bestselling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility. Your brand launchpad. Celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or 10 times your income and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back to Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk. Today, like every one of our shows, we're very honored and privileged to have an incredible guest with us. Sarah Bliss is a New York Times bestselling author. Her brand new book that we're talking about that we're really, I guess, taking a deep dive into today to share with you why it's important for you to go out and take that leap. And that's the name of the book, Take the Leap. Uh, this is important. Sarah, we're talking about before the break about um, – success. And I, want to, I do want to talk about success and what leads to that. But before we do, I'm out there today and I have a job and I'm working, I'm doing my nine to five and I'm sitting in traffic for an hour and a half, both ways in the morning and the afternoon. And I just can't see how I'm going to throw anything more into my day. What's the best way to start? Do I do, I do what some so-called gurus say and I quit my job and I go jump into what I'm doing? Or do I start doing it as much time as I can into a side hustle? What's your thoughts? I 100% uh, promote the side hustle route. I, you know, I think I almost started um, when, we were, when we were coming up with titles for, for Take the Leap. I had a joke with my editor and thought, well, one, one title option, the subtitle should be Don't Blow Up Your Life. You know, I think there's, <laughs> I like right, there's this fantasy of, you know, especially I, I, I write a lot of travel. And um, that means that I travel, you know, to all these amazing places. And my husband and I joke because there's always that moment with someone who has a really cool job, someone who has, like, they own an amazing, like, restaurant in the Caribbean or they're, you know, do guided fishing tours or they own horses or something really cool and adventurous and dreamy. And often they'll say, you know, where are you from? And I'll say, I'm from New York City. And there's always this long pause. And it's like, I used to live in New York City once. (laughs) And they always have these incredible stories of how they got out and how they're so much happier and how they would never go back. Um, So I think that a lot of jobs and even, you know, with being an entrepreneur and starting your own business, you know, it seems really sexy and amazing. And once you have the idea, you want to do it right away. And especially if you're in a job that you're not happy at, you know, who doesn't want to like go into their boss and say like, you know, I'm out and I'm not coming back. 
but um, I don't think that's the way to do it. I think especially for entrepreneurs, I think you should spend as much time as possible learning whatever skills you need to build the business um, and then building it slowly on the side and seeing if it's financially viable before you make it your full-time job. And I think that that's definitely something that you can do, um, especially with the way the Internet works. I mean, you can turn off one job and, and go home and turn on another. Sarah, that, that's really great advice. And I'll just go back you know, in, your, in your response a moment ago, and I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase something if you're okay with that. Yeah. Happiness is a state of mind. It's not a location. Oh, 100%. Right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're in New York City or you're in the North Pole. I mean, you know, or you're in paradise. At the end of the day, uh, it's something that you decide. And uh, I really, I really like, I like what you said. I agree with you. Uh, I think you need to you need to get uh, to a place in your side hustle where it, you know, ten thousand hours to become professional at something or to perfect something. And I don't know right. if perfection really ever exists, but to become good at it. Um, so I, I like that a lot. Thank you for that. That's really great advice. Uh, I'm going to shift here for a second. And uh, before the break, you had referenced um, at some level what it takes to become successful. Um, and I know a, a little bit about what you do. And I, oh, by the way, I know there are people who are listening to our conversation right now thinking how amazing it would be to have your job, to write books, to travel, to do interviews, do that thing. So, you know, uh, paradise or that, uh, that space you referred to a moment ago, I think sometimes is relative. And sometimes we may not realize what we have. Um, in order for me to be truly successful, is there, do I need to, you know, you reference asking questions and so mentorship, um, and you, I think you know a little bit about what I do, and so I get asked these questions a lot, and I always like to throw them out there and, and get a different perspective or a perspective. Do I need to go and read your book to start with and, and hire a coach, someone that I can work with? Is that important? So I think for some people, yes. I mean, I think you have – there is – a certain amount of introspection that you need to do into what kind of person are you. Are you someone that is self-motivated enough to go from idea to implementation? Um, or are you someone that has a lot of good ideas but doesn't make them happen? Um, if you are the latter, then I think a coach is great. Having someone to be accountable to, someone to inspire you, someone to kind of help you through some roadblocks. Is great, but I also think um, that you can do a lot of that with um, with a mentor and and a community, whether it's online or a real life community supporting you. Um, I know a woman. Her name in the book. Her, she's amazing. She's so inspiring. Her name is Noelle Santos. Um, she worked in HR in New York City, and she saw that the um, Barnes & Noble was closing the only bookstore in the Bronx, leaving a borough with 1.5 million people with no bookstore. So mm-hmm. she came up with an idea to do a bookstore slash wine bar, and she crowdfunded it. Um, I love it. She, yeah, and she just she ended up interning for some booksellers. She worked. Um, she won a contest in New York. Um, a small business contest. So she had a lot of people around her and this whole community that had given her money. She, she raised over $100,000 um, 
Um, and they have all people have pitched in and been mentors and kind of encouraged her. And so she said all those times where she just felt it's been a three-year process, you know, all those times where she felt overwhelmed or things weren't working and she just wanted to throw in the towel. There were people saying, no, 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 you know, we're going to, we're going to do this and we're going to do this together. Um, so I, I do think it helps to have some sort of community and people around you who are pushing you um, for those times that it gets hard. Yeah, I'll share something with you. I was chatting with uh, a gentleman uh, who is uh, was on uh, both Shark Tank and uh, and Dragon's Den in Canada, and um, I asked him this question, and he shared something very interesting with me, um, and I happened to agree with him. He said, listen, at the end of the day, he said, sometimes mentors are good. He says, but coaches are somebody that you pay um, to hold your feet to the fire, and he says, I think they're more effective. Um, so yeah. I'll throw that out there because I really think that sometimes, you know, and I, you're good at what you do. Um, and I'm not selling you coaching, but I'll say this. At the end of the day, could any one of us become better if we had somebody um, to to approach it from a different perspective? And I think, yeah, because sometimes we get locked in on one idea, and that may not always be the best idea. I'll respectfully submit my thoughts. Um, I'm going to jump a little bit, um, and I'm going to ask you a question. There are an incredible number of people listening to this conversation right now, and everybody is sitting there. Uh, number one, they're going to be asking questions about your book. Uh, but before we get there, uh, a lot of people read books. They go to movies. They watch shows. They go to seminars. They listen to speakers. They have coaches and mentors and all these different ways of uh, – of accumulating information, absorbing information, and I, I admonish people to do that. But not everybody takes action, and some of the information also doesn't lend itself well to taking action. What's one thing that those people who are listening to us today can wrap their head, heart, and hands around, and when we finish speaking, they can go out and implement and start to see results? Okay. Well, I think you have to have that fire under your ass where you realize that time is running out, (laughs) that you don't have unlimited time to come up with a great idea because if you don't do it, someone else is going to. Um, And I think that some people sit on good ideas because they think that they have unlimited time. And I I actually was was saying to someone, I, I think your 40s, even your 50s are a fantastic time to become an entrepreneur because you're oh, not, thank you for you saying that. Yeah. You don't want to waste time anymore. You don't have time to waste. There's no time to waste. I mean, I had a lot of things I wanted to do in my thirties. Um, I kept feeling like there was more time. I had kids. I, you know, I, I was really busy working, but I wasn't necessarily doing what I, um, really wanted to do. Right. And, you know, I, this book idea I've had forever, and I finally got to the point a couple of years ago, I was like, you know, it's now or never. I, I need to get it out in the world now. Um, so realizing that if I didn't get it out in the world now, it was never going to happen. And I would never kind of open this avenue for myself um, was really a huge incentive. So I think everyone out there, if you have a great idea, if you have something you want to do, 
the time as now. I mean, I think it's great to, to read a lot of books, especially mine. Um, I think it's great to go to a lot of seminars and listen to a lot of podcasts, and I think all of that motivation you should have in your head. But at the end of the day, you just need to get started. That, it doesn't so have it, to be perfect. It's fire just, you your have ass. to start. Yes, you have to, you have to go with that. Do you think people procrastinate, and that's, and that's kind of what you're addressing here? Absolutely. I mean, I think we all do. And I mean, I, I even do it all the time with, with deadlines just because it's, sometimes it's like, oh, I just don't want to have to actually, you know, for me, writing is like a puzzle. It's like, you know, how do I, how do I make all the pieces fit and make it work? And some puzzles are more complicated than others. And sometimes it's just, oh, it just feels like a lot of work. And so I, you know, well, you, you, nailed, you, nailed, you nailed it on this one. <laughs> you nailed it, Sarah. This is this is a fantastic book. So thank you, thank you for for putting the pieces together on it. It's really, really good. Thank you. The, the, the people that are listening to this and the and the folks listening that are going to go and buy your book, uh, let me ask you a question. If they take and act on, in other words, the missing step for a lot of folks is execution. They execute on what you have admonished in the book. What are they going to see happen? Their life will change. What are they going to see as a result of taking the action that you have outlined in, in your new book, Take the Leap? Well, once you start putting the energy and, um, and you start creating action towards what you want to happen, then it, you, know, you start building something. You start building something great, and you start stepping away from whatever rut you're in. Um, and you get closer and closer to what you want to achieve, and you make you know your dream a, a reality. I mean that's that's it. I mean there is that obviously that in between stage, that tough stage. But when you come out the other side, it's it's just so worth it. And so many people I interviewed, I would say every single one of them told me that they are so much happier now that they can't imagine living their old lives. And not, I love not it. Every, Sarah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just keep sharing. Well, not everyone, you know, not everyone, for some of these people, the, the idea that they just went with an opportunity that presented itself. You know, you never mm-hmm. know. It's also that openness to change that I think is really, really crucial, that comfort with change, that comfort I'm that gonna, ease. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you to repeat that, please, because that's a, that's a really strong point. Uh, I'm going to quote a very well-known speaker. He says, uh, most people um, abhor change. And, and this is an interesting. He said the, the only people he has found that embrace change is a baby in wet diapers, and I happen to agree with him. That's hysterical. And I think, I think that's probably true. I think, you know, we all feel more comfortable in what we know. Mm-hmm. So even if something just isn't ideal, We'll, we'll cling to it because it's Take what we know and it feels safe. And that's the So, ladies and gentlemen, Sarah's advice is light a fire under your ass and get out of the rut. <laughs> I have one <laughs> final question for you, one final question. Um, there's, uh, in your book, there is uh, a part there that says about launch your business. What happens if I'm scared out of my mind? Like, I've got this, what I, I call a terror barrier in front of me, um, because what happens if I jump and I fail? What if it's not right for me? What if there's too much involved? What if I don't have what it takes? What do you say to me? You can always go back to what you were doing before, <laughs> for the most part. For the most part, you can go back. 
I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, it's not... You'll never know the possibilities for your life unless you go. Unless you go for it. Oh, well and, said. All right. If listeners want to buy your book, where do they go? Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and IndieBound.com are all great places to find my book. Awesome. So everyone you're listening right now, go online, go to a store, get yourself a copy of Sarah's book. Uh, take the leap. You need it. You want it. It's going to make a change in your life. Go get a copy. Secondly, Sarah. If anyone who's listening today is interested in finding out more about you, where would you send them? To my website, sarahbliss.com, S-A-R-A-B-L-I-S-S. Oh, you did it for me. I was going to spell it out. Sarah, I <laughs> no want to thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been an honor and a pleasure. I am very grateful that you spent a few minutes with us to the Change Result community and all of us listening to you. Go to our website, yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you accomplish more and do it in less time. Until next time, have an incredible day, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal.